Guys, I have absolutely no idea what Dave Matthews did. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome once again to Decomposition Podcast, where we hyperanalyze all of your favorite terrible, terrible songs. My name is Brad, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Katie. Katie, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. We're in a different setting. I know. We're on the road. This is a road show. You, you know? just said, how are you doing tonight? But it's the middle of the day, great. so it's good. Yeah, so good. brain working good. Yeah. Huh? Is that what we're yep. saying? So, uh so we've got a college reunion here. Yes, we do. All the way back from the the old uh, retriever. Were you guys the retrievers? We were, we retrievers. were the retrievers. Yeah, that is a great mascot, huh? Holler. What? We were How the we retrievers <laughs> right at the time when the song Who Let the Dogs Out it's came true. out. So That's very true. Yeah. So I would like to take a moment to introduce our guest all the way from Baltimore, Maryland. Somebody who I'm not actually calling a crone. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, <laughs> welcome to Decomposition. Thank you, it you is, guys. I'm so excited it's, to be doing It's nice that we were able you. to make this work out. Um, I just want to let everybody who doesn't know you who's listening know that that is your maiden name, and that yes. is just what I've taken to calling you over the past decade or so. That's true. So, uh, okay. not an it. insult. No. Actual, actual name. A term of endearment. Mm-hmm. It's true. So <laughs> when I'm sitting here yelling, Crone, what are you talking about? It makes sense. Right. So. And it's K-R-O-H-N. It is not C-R-O-N-E. So Google Exactly. Yeah, um, <laughs> Google Oh, God. <laughs> um, Emily, what, what was your first album purchase? Okay, I've been thinking about this because I knew this question was, was coming. Sure. And I, for the life of me, cannot mm. remember, like, actually spending, like, the first time I spent, but I can tell you that my first... Like, parents were like, what would you like for Christmas? What kind of music? And I, and I asked for, because at the time, when I was little, I listened to musicals and the Beatles, and that was it. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea what cool popular music was. So I asked my parents for Michael Bolton. Or nice. Or share. Yeah. And got both. You got which Michael Bolton? Was it Time, Love, and Tenderness? I don't know. It definitely had Georgia on my mind on there. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Your Great. parents were so generous. You asked for two lame CDs, and, and they got, got both you of them. And they got me both. That is oh, gr- which, were, These are cassette tapes. Y'all. Which oh, share? Okay. Which share are we talking about? No idea. No I, idea. Like probably 1989. The what turn. Was that? If I could turn back time, that one. If I could turn back time. That's Scandalous. that's great. That, that might great. be the best answer that we've gotten to that question yet. <laughs> because I think just about everybody else that we've asked had some sort of album that was like not like guilty pleasure good you know everybody else is like oh i had uh uh this great album or that great album i just think the idea of a little girl like because you just said 1989 (laughs) no i have no idea asking for michael bolton and Cher (laughs) is even funny i don't even know how i heard of it like i've no mom i need to scream along with how am i supposed to live without you at the top of my lungs i have no idea where these came but i was like I I want to try to be cool now because all these other kids are listening to Oh, stuff. yeah. Nothing is cooler than... <laughs> yeah. I know, but I just... I love the I fact that... Know. Wait a second. Your your impression of cool was not like the Beatles. 
<laughs> I was listening to the Beatles, and that was not cool enough, so I just had to get I had to get Michael Bolton. <laughs> I the, can't help it. In the second or third grade, oh, there's nothing oh, yeah. cooler than Michael, Michael Bolton. I mean, I'll, I'll be completely honest. There are times where I where I throw on uh, a couple Bolton songs <laughs> on my on my playlist. I am not. Uh, I don't know what happened. No, don't, don't worry about it. Everything everything magical happened in that moment. That's, true. So, That's awesome. Um, you don't remember like as a as a preteen or a teenager what album like first sticks out to you though? I'm just curious. So so like uh, yes. But I got them all as gifts and mm-hmm. never, I didn't necessarily have to buy music because my parents and my friends were always very generous. Mm. And, and I, so the, like the, the, I remember getting for my eighth grade birthday, the Weezer Blue album. Okay. Awesome. That was life changing. Like that was life changing. And um, the other one was was Dave Matthews. <laughs> yeah. How apropos because this I was, this why. was, uh, your 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 choice, not this song in particular, but the no. idea of doing Dave Matthews because of your. I was a fan. I was a yeah. huge fan. Yeah. Um. So let me get into it. The song we are decomposing today is the 2001 hit single by the DMB. Uh, I did it off of the album Every Day. Um. The song went to number 71 on the Billboard Hot 100 number five on the Modern Rock, number 40 on the Adult Top 40, and number 20 on Billboard's Adult Pop Song. Um, The album sold 2.5 million copies and hit number one on the Billboard 200. Um, So as far as hit songs go, this just like barely makes the cut. Right. But I vividly remember hearing this song on the radio. Constantly. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, like you, well, I was a, a pretty big Dave Matthews fan for their first couple albums, like right up through before these crowded streets. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the album that came out after that. So this is when Dave Matthews was just starting to drop off my radar yeah. at that point. And I think that this song has a lot to do with it. I find this song so obnoxious and just like so cacophonous. It's just like a pile of noise to I, me. Yeah. Um, and I would like to say that I never enjoyed Dave Matthews, that I always found Dave Matthews incredibly full annoying. Full disclosure from oh Ants God. Marching and Crash and Satellite and oh all the songs God. you're supposed I to love when you're love the our album age. Crash. Crash, start to finish. I loved that album. I always I found his music really just irritating and not huh. not good. I had an opportunity more than once to see Dave Matthews for free and turned it down both times. Like, uh, not Well, you interested. missed a great show. I did. See, I even disagree. more fun tailgating scene. The, the, <laughs> all, all of the tripping billies out in the parking lot, as it were. Um, Is that what they're called? I don't know. I just made that up. Fire oh, okay. dancers? I don't know. Was it's Dave Matthews a, the fire like a, dancer was a thing? the fire dancer was his logo or yeah. his, like, mascot or whatever. But, like... It was just. It was it was modern hippie music, is what mm-hmm. Dave Matthews band was. It was. Um, there were and the, then it the Abercrombie and Fitch hippies. Yeah. Well, that's okay. So I was there. I was there for the shift from it being like modern hippie music to the douchebag set. Uh huh. <laughs> and it was. This, it was when the hippies became douchebags. No. Um. See, I saw him live shortly, probably about a year or two before this album came out. And I think that's what really got me off of the Dave Matthews train. I was so bored at that concert. Now, I don't care for, like, long jams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I understand why the 
population shift at a Dave Matthews concert turned into a bunch of like neo deadheads was because they did like long jams. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. what really drove me nuts was now forewarning, you're going to hear a lot of bad Dave Matthews impressions on this episode. Um, (laughs) But he would just go up to the microphone and he, I I don't know that he used words. He just, (laughs) he was scatting. That is not what that is. That's, no. and that's grumble modern. noise. That, no, I think, stop it. That, I know. Any I jazz know vocalist would be upset I with know. your definition of scatting. I'm lying. So Liar. did you go to the Dave Matthews concerts because you liked watching them live, or was it because yes. you liked the tailgates? So I liked the tailgates. I'm not going to lie. It was, it was a... It was um, a scene. It was a scene, and my friends... Because the thing is, like, I connected with... Before I went to UMBC, I went to a small college in New York, and... My friends and I had sort of coalesced and loved and were sort of hippy dippy and liked hippy dippy music and liked going to concerts. So we would go as these huge groups to Dave Matthews concerts, to String Cheese Incident, to Fish, like whatever was around. And we had so much fun. Yeah. But uh, can I tell you? In patchwork, corduroy skirts, and the whole thing. You know it. And hemp. Necklaces and beads, and our hair up in thingy twirlies. Thingy with lots twirlies, of braids. yeah, oh with my God. real flowers. flowers in them. I've seen the pictures, folks. It's real. Oh, it's bad news there. <laughs> it's um, adorable. I, I have to. I really have to tell you this. Like, I was literally at the concert where the shift change happened. Okay, because like we used to go get lawn seats, lay out blankets, and dance like hippies, right? Yeah. Listening to music. Well, Hershey Park, two thousand and one, or no, two thousand. Um. We were on the lawn, had our blanket out, and people had started, when he went on, people started crushing to the front. Yeah. So we had to pick up our stuff, and we were literally, like, right against the railing. There's probably, like, one row of people, Mm -hmm. and then us, and then crush. People started crowd surfing at a Dave Matthews concert. It's weird. WTF. It is weird. So every once in a while, there's a wave. And you are There's nothing like crowd surfing in the middle of, like, satellite. Like, seriously, it was so stupid. So then... I'm standing there, not locked knees, totally hot, millions of people around, dehydrated from the tailgating, <laughs> and I passed out. Yeah. I got oh, crushed to death. No. Except so for no. the fact that you didn't get crushed to death. I didn't. I'm yeah, alive. You're a liar. But I um but I so I I'm I passed out. Next thing I know, I'm getting lifted over the railing and put in a wheelchair by like security guards. My friend Natalie is with me. I guess other, our other friends had seats in the whatever, but she was like, I'm with her. So, you know, she got to like get over the thing. And then we're backstage and they're giving me water and I'm cooling off and I'm like crying and throwing up and, you know. It was bad news bears. It was a bad news bears moment. But Natalie's like, we're backstage, we're backstage, we're backstage. And I was like, oh my God, we're backstage. She's like, just keep, just keep milking it so we can watch the show from backstage. So we did and like we watched them go off the stage. It was great. But never again did I go to a Dave Matthews concert without like a seat. Yeah. Did, uh, did Dave Matthews at least show concern? Did he come over going, hey, damn it, girl, how did you do it? No, over I would have died. At that point in my life, I would have I absolutely keeled over. Yeah. But like literally, it, I, was, I felt like I had witnessed the change. Yeah. <laughs> and witness the change. Well, and it's all been uh, kind of downhill from there. A downward spiral. A downward there were a couple songs that ha- that came out in my sophomore year in college 
like that are still special to I me. Have, yeah. Well, they di- they didn't put out any hits that I think were no uh, the uh, pff, tour de force that you know ants marching or oh crash into me were things like that. So, um, Katie, do you mind uh, reading the chorus? Getting started on this song with the chorus. Does the chorus have two parts to it? Or is the chorus just that one little bit and then the other part is just something that repeats throughout the song? um, mm, Let's read both parts. Let's read both parts. Okay. I think just this first part is the chorus, but then I'm going to read something else. It might be that or like two, like it has a chorus, then a bridge, then a chorus, then a bridge. Right. Either way, since it repeats, let's just get get into it. All right. So. I did it. Do you think I've gone too far? I did it. Guilty as charged. I did it. It was me, right or wrong. I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I never did a single thing (laughs) that did a single thing to change the ugly ways of the world. I didn't know it felt so right inside. I didn't know at all. Open up the curtains. I heard sirens. There the lights flash and crawl. I did it justice. I just did it for us all. Okay, so here's what I struggle with with this song. Is that, like I said, I have no idea what it is that Dave Matthews did. I have no idea what he's singing about. And I can't tell whether he did a good thing or a bad thing. Right. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, um, like, part of me says, like, is does this involve drug use? Does this involve him spreading love around the world? Does this him spreading involve him spreading love due to drug use? Because he says, I never did a single thing that did a single thing to change the ugly ways of the world. So right. you would think that what he did was negative. Bare right. minimum, inconsequential. I actually have an interpretation that, like, he also didn't mean to get, like, to be a big, huge star. Because I know we're going to get into the video later. Oh, okay. yeah. But I, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I do think that... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but I do feel like he is saying, I didn't, I didn't mean to become, like, a big materialistic douchebag set... But musician. I think you were gonna. I think that's an interesting theory. Like I, I did it. Do you think I went? To, uh, do you think I've gone too far? Like I did become a huge success have and I kind of out? asking, like, have I sold out? Exactly. Right. That's interesting. But I don't think all the lines hang together to make any one clear point. But I, I like the idea of that being a possibility. Right. And um, I do think he's trying to say, like, I didn't. I never did anything to change the world, but. I have spread a lot of love. You know what the Bar other thing is? is? He follows it up with the with the phrase, I didn't know it felt so right, right inside, I didn't know it all. Um, which says, like, if it is about him, them, I should say. <laughs> However, I do have an interesting factoid about that. Hmm. Um, getting to be this massive celebrity musician, all of a sudden he feels like, like, ooh, this feels good. Like, mm. that's the drug. Like, fame is the drug. The dopamine right. reaction is what, like, feels so good. So, true. And uh, it, it does come off as a little braggy. It doesn't come off as regretful. Like, I did it. Guilty as charged. Exactly. I oh, did no, it. he is definitely... I did it, yeah. Swinging his dick. Open up Whoa. the curtain. Sorry. I heard the Saturday light flashing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that... 
the good. line that really bothers me that makes it not all hang together is when it says, I did it justice. I just did it for us all. Like, yeah. who's the us all? Because he says he never did a thing to change the ugly ways of the world. And you, us all could be interpreted as humanity, but he mm. just said he didn't do everything or anything to, to help anyone. Yeah. I did it for us all is like, I did it for the whole band. I don't know. I don't know. It's a little he careless. He never did, but maybe he's doing it now. Emily, but what he's doing now spreading is spreading his love. But it, that he's comes from guys. Don't say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing about this podcast is Prude Katie is like way on display. She's in, <laughs> she's in full, full effect, yeah, baby. One hundred and ten percent. Uh, Emily, as like a huge Dave Matthews fan at this point, what did you think of this song when it came out? Oh, I hated it. Did you? I hated it. It was not in line with like my vision of him or what his music typically was. Like I thought he was literally playing to the douchebag set for them, for their for college radio and Abercrombie and Fitch models and all that jazz. This was the first album where he played electric guitar. Yes, that's uh, an interesting and. And so much like I think when Dylan played, I'm not gonna compare him to Dylan. Never mind. Go but, for you know, it. Just like, say what you're thinking. His like his base followers were like, uh, you know, like they weren't that we weren't super upset about him playing electric guitar. It was that he was. It seemed like he was pandering mm. to not his base to like a new base. That okay. So now that you're talking about that, I want to bring this this point up here. Um, so this this entire album was written by Dave Matthews and uh, the producer Glenn Ballard. Now, up to this, they mm. had worked with this producer, Steve Lillywhite, that they had worked with on every single album. Uh, I can't believe a person's name is Lillywhite. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, continue. I do not want to interrupt, but was, that's ridiculous. And he did some great work. He did a lot of bands that I really enjoyed, actually. Mm-hmm. He did, like, Guster albums and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think I know that name. So they decided... So they were starting to record another album with Lillywhite, and... It just wasn't hanging together. Like, they weren't really pleased with it. So they decided to go with this guy, Glenn Ballard, who has a hell of a resume. He was a protege of Quincy Jones. Um, Worked with Michael Jackson, Alanis Morissette, Wilson Phillips, Goo Goo Dolls, P.O.D., Katy Perry, Adina Menzel, Ringo Starr, (sighs) Paula Abdul, a ton of people. And so I was watching a 60 Minutes interview with... Dave Matthews in 2001, right before this album came out, um, and Charlie Rose is interviewing them, and he asks them, why Glenn Ballard? Like, what does he bring to the table? And uh, the violinist, Boyd Tinsley, he, his response was, 150 million records sold, and they have a big laugh about it. So yeah. they were clearly mm-hmm. looking to beef up album sales. Like, that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I think that even though they haven't come out and said this, like this is obviously like a sellout choice. We are interested in selling albums, and this is a guy who sells albums. Exactly. Um, now, in retrospect, uh, no. First of all, Charlie Rose asked Boyd Tinsley and drummer Carter Buford uh, what they thought of this, and they both agreed that these are the best quote best songs we've ever recorded. Now. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous <laughs> because years later, Carter Buford said that the album was a product, <clears throat> excuse me, of Dave Matthews and Glenn Ballard, and it did not showcase the rest of the band. Mm. So, did you listen to the whole album, Em? Did you own this one? Every day. I don't think I actually. I don't think I owned it. 
Um, but that does not mean my room, like one of my roommates mm-hmm. didn't own it. Like we, but we played a lot of Dave Matthews Man- yeah. at a bar. I was just wondering if you could remember and, whether and this was a, and an album that disappointed sh- you or anything. Like we still went to the show this, this yeah. year, 2000. Was I? It came out in 2001. You know what? I had moved. I had moved to UMBC by 2001. Yeah. And that's really when I stopped going because I didn't have a bunch of friends that liked him. Now, no, you were friends with me and I didn't. Right. Now, yeah. just talking about this song, which we've only like scratched the surface of, mm-hmm. this song is all guitar, bass, drum. You know, like yes. there's there's horns hanging out in the background and, and no Boyd violin. Tinsley does a little rap later on. Right, but he doesn't play on the violin. And that was the other and thing. And they don't about... need to be prominent. Like in Crash Into Me, those instruments are not prominent, but they have their opportunity to shine throughout the album. Throughout the album, they are absolutely And shining. in every day, like the only other song I can name offhand off this album was Every Day. Mm-hmm. Or I guess the space between also. But uh-huh. um and I don't remember these instruments even showing up for the party. Like, yeah. so, so even if they're there, it still <coughs> means that their presence wasn't significant. Yeah. Exactly. And this was Unimportant another problem. in order to sell albums. This was another problem like with you know the friends that loved him and the bass was that they weren't showcasing these other very talented musicians that people were fans of and loved. That's part... Like, Dave Matthews' band is bigger than the sum of their parts. Absolutely. You know, like... You, nobody cares if you're just hearing Leroy Moore wail on the saxophone for five minutes at a time. But when you put it into the context of the rest, of, like think, of, what would Ants Marching sound like without the horn and the oh violin part? It would Even be, stupider than it sounds already. <laughs> it would be a boring ass it's song. It's so hard. Because I know, like, I know this is so silly. And I haven't listened to Dave Matthews in forever. But like, I love that song. I do. I love I still, music. yeah. No, I have no problem with those right. songs that I used to enjoy. I'm not interested in exploring his further you, works. Yeah. But like, watching Boyne Tinsley, like, wail out on the violin, like, during live shows, like, having a jam. He was amazing, and he was a showman, and he yeah. I, like it. It was a show, man. It was absolutely. He a was scene. a showman, it and was it was a, a showman. Show it was a showman. No, I re- I respect that. I totally do. I I'm gonna come down too hard on Dave Matthews because I'm just so not interested in yeah, sure. in yeah. the band. But I acknowledge yeah. that the musicians are talented for right. sure. Um, Emily, as our guest, can I ask you to read this first verse for us? I will do it. Nice. I'm mixing up a bunch of magic stuff. A magic mushroom cloud of care. A potion that will rock the boat will rock. Right? Will rock the boat will rock. Yep. Mm-hmm. Make a bomb of love and blow it up. That's always a good sign when you're like midway through reading the lyrics <laughs> and you say like, what? I, is this right? I like that you NPR'd that stanza, by the way. Yes. Emily Crone. I'm this mixing, is I'm mixing up a bunch Crone. of magic stuff. Um, so this is why I think it might be like, drugs me love, man, boo. <laughs> well. <laughs> you just face laughed, but no noise came <laughs> I do that sometimes. That's fine. I do think that this is about some drugs. Not gonna lie. What in the world could this possibly have to do with Doing what we it? read before this? Who like, knows? Who this has knows? nothing to do with the I did it section that we just read moments ago. This is something yeah. totally unless separate. Unless he's saying, I did Make it. Make a bomb I, of love and blow I, it air. I took some mushrooms, I did it. 
Took now, some mushrooms. But that's such a... Uh. <laughs> my favorite sound effect. <laughs> when Brad goes... That's my Foley work right there. <laughs> Somebody's vomiting in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even help that. I started I doing that like half as a joke and it just is uh. like... Bled into my day to day life. Yes, I know. I, I could know. just be talking to some you. rando right. in the store and just be like, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're making dumb choices. <laughs> it's involuntary. You do it all the time. You do it while watching TV. Yeah. Like, it's just a every noise you constantly make. It's, it's but endearing. We got to talk about this verse. We do have to talk about this verse. Um, so I just had a thought because I'm trying to make this song make sense. So, I'm sorry, I was taking a note to try to remember the thought that just came to mind. Maybe what he did was mix up a bomb of love. Yeah. I hear that. I hear this. Out, to, of, out of magic stuff. Right. No, can I just... Yeah. Because I don't want to lose my train of thought here. So, hold on. <laughs> hold on to your hats. Maybe what he did was mix up a bomb of love to, like, blow up and spread love throughout the world. And he did it... Mm-hmm. Because he had never done a single thing um, to change the ugly ways of the world before. Mm-hmm. So he's doing this now. And even if he's going to get in trouble for it, even if there are lights and sirens outside, he's doing this for us all. But mm, that makes sense. Don't get me wrong. That makes the song make sense to it me. Does. But I still think like, Dave Matthews' viewpoint in this song is that, like, now I'm being persecuted for mixing up my magic love bomb of stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking about what a love bomb is. Just, you just started making noise. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I think that was the, the bubbling of the, the blah, love bomb blah, blah, potion. It was. Yeah. Bow, blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe he saw his career in the 90s as the love bomb that he's spreading throughout the world. And now he's pissed off that he's being criticized for just trying to make everybody happy and not sell out. You guys suck. You're not in it. You're not trying to make sense out of things. I'm the only one who doesn't like Dave Matthews at all, and I'm working so hard. Why are you working so hard? I'm working hard. so hard. You're making so much sense. I'm trying to make Emily make is sense. so on the cusp of just like sobbing openly. This is a piece of garbage song, and you both like this band, and I'm trying so hard. Oh, you God. are doing I'm so it. hot. You are doing it. It's so it. hot in here. It's so hot. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and there it is. For the ho- folks at home, I don't even know if I can clarify for you whether those noises are laughter or sobs. It's some sort of weird amalgamation. That's of this. only happens when I'm with you two. Yeah, there you go. Take a breath. Take Woo. a breath. I'm so sorry. Woo, traffic jam. Book a bow. So that's not the song. Bubble, bubble. So that is the song that Katie... Always confuse so, hmm, uh, words. I'm just throwing words out there. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Traffic jam has just become. It's a different song. It is. <laughs> 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 That's become like a day to day saying of 
of Katie and mine, where we just make that Dave Matthews noise. And that's the song Too Much, and yet Katie always thinks they are the same song. I think Too Much and I Did It are the same song. Like, I definitely... To this day. I definitely thought the line, got more cars than a beach got sand, was part of this song. And it's not. And I, I keep singing... This song oh, man. Bit, I keep it? singing, I did it, got more cars than a beach got sand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's actually, see, it's very fitting. It fits with the song. It but doesn't. That, Katie is right. That line She's doesn't make right. any sense there. It only makes sense oh. out of boo, traffic jam. Like, that's where it makes oh, sense. Oh, man. Are you guys going to be okay? No. Uh, I'm done. I'm great. Because there's Ooh. more songs to There talk are two about. more verses. And I'm concerned Lord. that Brad and Emily can't <laughs> handle it. They can't. You guys invited me onto your podcast, and I thought I was going to do such a good job. (laughs) (laughs) You have to edit this. I am not going to do that. No. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. So before we were talking about your NPR voice, and now it's like the complete polar opposite of that. Emily was like practicing in the microphone before we started, and she was like. This is Emily Crone live from Baltimore, Maryland. And now this oh, is what you get. Oh man. <laughs> this is where we are really. Oh. You know what? It's just bringing me back, man. <laughs> <laughs> I really think you two have got to get it this together. Song, this is this song. This episode is just going to be 15 <laughs> minutes of cry laughing for no good reason. I can't help it. Oh. I made a point so excellent that oh, it broke yeah. the two of it you. It did. Yeah. Because the thing is, that's like, how good these that point so, was. It's so silly, but it's but <laughs> Katie found meaning in it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm finding it so funny. It's just so. Oh, it's just Jesus. so silly. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna handle the other worst lyrics <laughs> in yeah. this song. Can I read them? Can I can yes, I read this? Please do. Please do. Oh, I'm sweating so much. I'm it's sorry. so it, no, it's I'm so sorry. humid down here. Uh and then okay. It's a nickel or a dime for what I've done. The truth is that I don't really care. For such a lovely crime, I'll do the time. You better lock me up. I'll do it again. Now this, okay, so nickel or a dime, that's slang for five to ten years. Mm-hmm. So this is all about him being persecuted for his magic love bomb of stuff. Yeah. Right? Okay, sure. But I still don't necessarily understand what the crime is because now it's shifted to an actual crime. Unless it's like a marijuana reference, but you wouldn't do much time. I think it's mushrooms. I think it's mushrooms. Could it also be a reference to like falling in love and being in a relationship? No. That's going to last five or ten years. (laughs) Never mind. Being locked up. Why would you want to feel locked I don't up? Think it's no. a, I don't think it's a love song. I don't think it's a relationship song. No. It doesn't give that vibe. I think... Uh, but we're throwing ideas out and we're trying to see if something sticks. Yeah. I, uh, because I feel like Dave Matthews and Glenn Ballard... <laughs> there it was. 
That's my favorite sound. <laughs> That's my favorite sound. Oh, God. Dave Matthews and Glenn Ballard got together and said, like, all right, here's the idea of a song. You live in a world where spreading love is illegal and the cops are coming for you. I think that might be it. Yeah. I think that might be the song. Um, and, and it's shitty. Yeah, and Dave Matthews' attitude or the speaker's attitude in the song is, if this is a crime... Lock it's me up, baby. Lock me up, baby, because I lived my whole life not trying to change the ugly ways of the world, and now I did, and right. people are mad That's about it. it. I'm doing five to ten years for it, but I'll do the time. But I will spread that love. Yeah. If you're going to do the crime, you got to do the time. If being exactly. wrong, what is it? Uh, being wrong is right. Being right is wrong. I, I don't want to be, be right. right. I think that was perfect. Something about that feels incorrect. Um, <laughs> no, there's no possible way we got that incorrect. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any more further thoughts on this verse. No, I think it gets this, weirder much later. Well, yeah, okay. So during like the the spoken word bridge that Boyd Tinsley says, it starts off with Dave Matthews saying something, and then once it gets into spoken word, Boyd Tinsley, violinist, takes over. And in the video, it's real weird because there's like some sort of matrixy style kung fu match that happens. Yes. Well, the first time they fight, he kicks Dave Matthews in the leg. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... Uh, and then beats him with his own leg. Pretty gently. It's a pretty gentle kick, but his leg comes clean off clean from the off. knee down, and then and then he's beaten with his own leg. This it's video true. is loaded with like terribly dated CGI. Yes, it is. It's like real bad. Even for 2001, it's like, it was bad. Yeah. It doesn't hold up. Mm-mm. I mean... Um, wasn't there a Lord of the Rings movie out in 2001? Uh, yeah, yeah We had Gollum and then this video. <laughs> yep. um, Katie, do you want to read this bridge? <sighs> do I? Do you ever? Yep. All you people are the skewers of our dreams. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> now, this is where it gets super bizarro. Like the cat that collared me. Oh, what I got to say to you got... Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, what I gotta say to you got love, don't. Turn it down, turn it loud, let it build. We got a long way to go, but you gotta start somewhere. Go door to door, spread the love you got. You got the love, you get what you want. Doesn't matter where you get it from. I, for one, don't turn my cheek for anyone. Unturn your cheek to give your love, love to grow. Uh, Is this just a load of horse shit? Yes. Yeah, okay. Emily, what what pops out to you here? Um well, c- collared me is a slang term for getting arrested. Yeah. So he's got arrested by someone who is skewers of dreams, skewers dreams. By a cat that skewers dreams. Yes. <laughs> so then he he's saying then turn your love down, but turn it loud at the same time. Let the love build. Thank you, Emily Crone, for... (laughs) I'm trying to make sense of a load of horseshit. Yeah, you sure are. (laughs) I think it is. I think it's just nonsense. I really do. I think it is just for funsies. It's bad. It is like the worst kind of stream of consciousness writing. You know what I mean? It's like they just let the words come out and maybe... Maybe it's a Chicka Cherry Cola situation where it's more about the sound of the words than about the words themselves, but it feels very contrived. 
and I'm just going to say love as many times as yeah, possible. Right, right. Like, this cat collared me, and I'm just trying yeah. to spread the love. And I'm, I'm not buying it. This I, is I, mm. The thing about Dave Matthews Band is, like, some of the songs have have are, are nicely written, I would think. If Look up the song, Grace is Gone. It is a beautiful song, and it's written lovely. However, some of them, like, even Satellite, like, mm-hmm. it is a kind of stream of consciousness silly like song you know yeah. what i mean like i don't necessarily there's think there's a whole lot see, of see the difference the difference is well satellite is so like just baseline like oh i'm looking at a satellite and wondering what it's like to float around in right. space this is just like stick it to the man love is a crime we're gonna do love unturn my cheek love <laughs> that's our Dave. Like that's another one of our Dave Matthews and Br- It's just it's just chicken noise. <laughs> yeah, Brad and I decided long ago that Dave Matthews is a chicken. Basically, yeah, I with see crazy it. face. Like his face weirds me out more than any lyric in this song. His face is constantly like he's got like jerky face syndrome here. You can't see that on the podcast, but I did. See I'm it jerky here facing in, in person. And yes, it's beautiful. I'm sorry. Is this just something wrong with Google lyrics? Because I'm really stuck on. Oh, what I gotta say to you? Got love? Don't. Let me see. I'm gonna look up a secondary. <gasps> oh, nope. Source. I just figured it out. Oh, what I gotta say to you? Got love? Don't turn it down. Turn it loud. Let it build. Oh, it does make sense, guys. Makes sense. Now it makes sense. Go, wait, say that again. I was Googling. It's, oh, what I got to say to you, you... Oh, what I got to say to you, got love, don't turn it down. Turn, turn it, it loud. loud. Let, it, let build. it build. Oh, so like the, the don't was just in a weird space. The don't was in was, a weird okay. place. Yeah, um, okay. I still think it's totally contrived. Go door to door, spread the love, unturn your cheek... In theory, these are these are um, suggestions I should like, but here they annoy me. So I feel like I like I know what Dave Matthews wants to say, generally speaking, mm. and it's a nice message, but it is executed poorly. And let's be honest, Dave Matthews doesn't have a massive loyal fan base because of his deep, deep writing. No, that's not what like that's not what got him selling out arenas around the world. Um, Do you think he's trying to pander to two audiences at once here? I actually was thinking that. I think that he's still trying to reach the hippy-dippy crowd with this, like, love and doing some mushroom stuff. Um, But it's it's not working. (laughs) It's, like, packaged for the Abercrombie and Fitch audience, but it's got words that are supposed to still kind of reach his base. It's mm-hmm. Glenn Ballard selling to douchebags while trying to adapt Dave Matthews' existing mm-hmm. song catalog. And I think it undoes the whole Yeah, I mean project. That, mm. This song felt like pandering. I, like I remember being a 20 Well, I also felt like every day was that the single every day um, was also pandering. Mm-hmm. That was such like a cheese ball song. And the space between even. Yeah. The space between yeah. felt like. Um, I don't remember these songs the at all. Space between your wicked life. Oh yeah, I hate that song. Yeah, that's yeah. Really good. Sucks. I hate it. Yeah. yeah, there we go. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Just like <laughs> another Dave Matthews I can't impression. Help it. 
That's what no. it sounds like. You nailed it, Crone. I'm just You've saying, like this, it fe- like this album absolutely felt like pandering Garbaggio. and not and not him. Yeah. And he had a couple releases after this that like where he kind of went back to his tradition, not traditional, but but like to his older sound. Yeah. And so that got people happy again. You know what the thing is? Like, I can totally understand like a band wanting to evolve and change their sound as they get older. Totally. Um, mm-hmm. But this seems like a it was such de-evolution. a step back. Yeah, it's yeah. like a regression. It's yeah. more childish. And it yeah. was not. And it was not. It was not um, showcasing the talent that the band has, mm-hmm. which is like Boy Tinsley and these Carter other Buford. Like his Carter drums Buford. are usually so creative. Yes. Um, and he's widely revered as like just a tremendous, tremendous drummer. Yeah. But yeah, uh, weak sauce, Dave Matthews. I hate that expression. I know that's why I opted to use yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I I hate that. Uh, not as much as I hate awesome sauce, though. I hate them equally, See, and I, it's a lot. I feel like awesome sauce. That is a wasted opportunity for a, a wonderful portmanteau. Just saying, sawsome. Sawsome. Sawsome's great. So. Awesome sauce is lame. It's about as great at this as this song. Yeah. Ouch. Burn. 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 Ooh, shots fired, K Frey. Uh video. Just oh, the video. weird, weird. So Start for the in a sake dumpster of weird. Yeah. with a close up on Dave Matthews' face, crazy like, face. Like crazy Floating face. in water, just like all face. Yeah. And a fish. There's a fish. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. some sort of fish that he grabs in his floating dumpster. Which when he launches out of the... It doesn't make any sense. He gets into some sort of argument with gigantic Boyd Tinsley and some sort of like Bootsy Collins P-Funk outfit. And then he his face melts off his skeleton. And then he becomes flowers. He He melts and then it's flower petals and a field of flowers. Then there's Stefan Lassard in the limo with his gigantic champagne bottle and Dave Matthews yelling at him in the limo. Oh, I actually had a question... Do you think that was a reference to John Mayer, since John Mayer basically stole Dave Matthews's voice? Ooh, that's uh, interesting. I was wondering if that was John Mayer around at that point. He was, was for he? sure. Yes. Are you sure? I yes. don't think that John Mayer was around that There's early. There's only one way to find out. I I think it's impossible he to find out. He was just starting. He was just starting out, but I remember being at camp and having people talk about um, John Mayer. But I don't think he was, like, he wasn't massive celebrity John Mayer. No, no, no. He was just starting out, but he was absolutely sounding like Dave Matthews at yeah, that point. Still, His debut single, uh, No Such Thing, came out in 2002. Okay. So he might have been on Dave Matthews' radar yeah. at that point if he was, like, picking up steam but I don't, in that kind of I don't think it, it, arena. I'm going to say no. This is not a reaction to John Mayer because... John Mayer certainly wouldn't have been no, it would riding around in limousines it. with mm-hmm. big bottles of champagne. Never mind. And so. I felt like that was making fun of maybe boy bands or some of like the pop punk rock bands. If you look yeah. at like the hairstyle, like celebrity or rock star, yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, and Dave Matthews is banging on the window. Is he banging on the window to say like what you're doing is wrong? Or you're is not he, spreading love bombs. Or is he banging on the window <laughs> to say like let me in? I'm a sellout. I'm not sure. And I want to get in there. And then he's and strutting the around. He's strutting around in his like gold lame suit. Oh, I love his suit. I do not Slash love that hate. suit. Um, love it. So I don't know. And the video goes, is just the video. I think out. is just like an acid trip. Yes, that's what I think the video I is. I think it's a magic mushroom trip. Okay. It is real. because that's what's mentioned at the beginning of the song. Sure. Okay. It's very. It's very. 
it's very um, reminiscent of, not that I would know. But it's trippy dippy. But it's trippy dippy. It's trippy dippy yep. instead it's of tripping dippy. Billy. It's tripping Billy dippy. It's tripping Billy dippy. Yep. Um, and then those video vixens where they're just like fucking the camera. It's just like. That's the part I don't understand. Like, why are there half naked women? Like, at what I think point that's part do of half the naked women in a limo. fit in all of this? Yeah, I think that's like, oh, look at this this rock star thinking he's a rock star getting models. But then why is what's his face in the blue suit on a throne, like oh, being all like the, the like the part. Buddha? It's weird for the sake of being weird. It and, is. It's literally and the setting is sort of Asian esque, possibly in like a culturally insensitive kind of way. And then you've got like. Video vixens, right. half naked all over the place. None of that. And then Dave Matthews doing me. his little shoulder shimmy Any dance. Shoulder I shimmy. told you, I told you, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I wish everyone could have seen Brad's shoulder shimmy. It was real cute. Oh, it's cute. It's so cute. I think this is really a bad song. Yeah. And I think it is a bad song, a bad video. If I compare it to the other Dave Matthews stuff that I know, which I don't really care for, but I might not turn off, this is much worse. Yeah. Uh, I know. I, ooh, I think it is worse than most Dave Matthews singles. I think it is the worst. I yeah. think it is absolutely his worst. Um, the only other one that I think is as bad is the song uh, Why I Am off of Big Whiskey and the Groove Grux King, which was not a big hit song. I don't remember that. That was after Leroy Moore, Moore died. Oh, okay. That was like a 2009 release. And it was terrible. Um, yeah. But it wasn't a hit. Therefore, not worth decomposing. Mm. So. So what do you think, Emily? Could you get tricked into listening to it and singing along because it's reminding you of your Dave Matthews-y past? Or no. would you turn it off? I would turn it off. Yeah. I'm also super lame now, though, and I only listen to Dear Evan Hansen. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, oh, you were doing that just last night. I was. I, I do. I love it. I would not turn this song on, but I would just randomly yell, I did it. I did it. I probably would do that and yeah. then turn the channel. Because now, especially after doing this podcast, I'm like, oh, man. It's going to be stuck in my head forever. <laughs> it yeah. sure and is. I'm gonna, and I'm going to be doing, boo, traffic. Damn. Not, like the same song. not the same song. <laughs> <laughs> Katie. Not the same song. I would turn off basically any Dave Matthews song, to be honest. I don't yeah. like it. I just don't. I I'm sorry. Don't I apologize. I respect your choices, but I don't care for it. I think uh, oh, um, our choice is to not listen to this song. Either, right, but so I mean, you'd a... leave on other Dave Matthews. I'm saying I'd turn off any Dave Matthews. But I love doing Dave Matthews impressions at home. Brad and I say, I did it all the time. It's like, did you take out the garbage? I did it. Yeah, <laughs> our, our other it's favorite constant. evolution is like, great. Oh, what does Dave Matthews say when he's stuck on the beltway during rush hour? Ooh, Ooh, traffic jam. <laughs> Brad, what's uh, our favorite New Jersey breakfast meat? Ooh, Taylor ham. Yeah, and this just went on and on. When we discovered this game, we did it for like five days straight. What does Dave Matthews order at a Greek restaurant? Ooh, rack of lamb. <laughs> so. What do you say if you walk in and the kitchen is nice and clean? Ooh, spick and span. <laughs> What does Dave Matthews put on his toast? Ooh, butter and jam. (laughs) Butter and jam. (laughs) That almost sounded like Cher. Almost. Hey, Mm. bringing it back. Bringing it back to your first (laughs) album. 
butter and jam. No, that was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. The drag community is going to be so mad at me. Yeah. I think you've really ruined it for all of them. Lord. You right there with that one line. <laughs> Guys, oh. I think we've done something really special here today. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited that I got to be part of this, but I am really. Are you gonna sorry. start crying again? <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna cry laugh all the time. I can't help it. Are you gonna cry laugh when you listen back on this episode when we release it? Yes. Yes. Because of how silly I am. Yeah. Do you listen in the car or like at home? I I listen in the car typically. Are you going to accidentally get into an accident? Yes. Um, instead of on purposely getting into an accident. Right, because I do that on purpose. Uh-huh. No, I think I will. Uh, if I need to pull over. Oh man! Just... And laugh, cry, I will. Okay. I'll be fine. Yeah, we just want to make sure that you're safe. I understand. I appreciate it because you. Love Maybe me. don't listen to this one with your kids in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's too nope. dangerous. Nope. So. Too dangerous. What was um. that? <laughs> Like my shimmy. (laughs) (laughs) Weird boys. Goofiest laugh I've ever. Guys, before this goes off the rails again, do you think we should wrap it up? Yeah, I'm gonna wrap it up over the background noise of Emily's cry laugh. (laughs) (laughs) She's very red. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to De- okay. for listening to Decomposition. If you have any questions, comments, song suggestions, thoughts, Jesus Christ, Crone, please reach out to us. We can be reached at decompositionpod at gmail.com, on Twitter at decomp underscore pod, on Facebook, Decomposition Podcast, on Instagram. This is unending. Instagram decomposition podcast or just follow the sounds of Emily's crazy laughter and you can just knock on her door and say hello. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling friends, spreading this around. Please subscribe and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Or just any review. Any review. We don't dictate what you have to think. You just do what you got to do. Five stars. And in the meantime, you just chill till the next episode. Hello. Hi. This is George and Kate from Nothing Rhymes with Murder. Join us on a global journey of murder. Yes. Every week we go to a new country and find a true crime gem, as well as some fun hotspots to visit. So remember, kids, life is a journey. Don't let murder stop you. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye then. Bye. <laughs> bye. Hi. My name is Chris, and I'm the believer. And I'm Cody. I'm the skeptic. And together we are. BSP, The The Idiot Idiot Syncrasy Files, a podcast where two idiots debate weird phenomena. So if you have an interest in subjects like spirituality, the supernatural, cryptozoology, and other big words, you've come to the right place. So sit back, have a themed drink with us, and listen to our show. We promise, it'll be a good time. So subscribe now, rate, and review. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Bye. Bye!